This podcast replay is brought to you by EssentialMovingExperts.com. Five-star rated. 25 years of experience in the moving business. Family owned and operated. They offer free 30-day storage. Fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Mention the big O and get $150 off. Moving was never so easy. EssentialMovingExperts.com. All righty, there he is, ready to go. How you feeling? Oh, you feeling good? Yeah, man, I'm good. Can't complain. If I did, nobody would care. That is that is the truth. That is definitely the truth. Uh, by the way, you you weren't one of those lame dicks complaining about Rihanna, right? Uh, no, the whole time I'm watching the show, my wife is telling me like, well, one, I'm dancing with my daughter, who's soon to be two. And she's just absolutely, you know, she just wants to get up and dance. And she wants daddy to put her, her on his shoulders and dance with her. Um, so we're doing that. But my wife is telling me she's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. And I'm. it's it's so distracting. And then you're just watching her like limit her dance movements because obviously she's pregnant. Um it's funny that she still hasn't come out or her spokesman hasn't come out or to my knowledge and acknowledge the fact that yes, Rihanna is pregnant with another child. Um, because if she's just carrying the baby weight and that was what was. No, no, that wasn't. No, no, that wasn't baby weight. She's pregnant. Yeah. I, 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 I say the same thing. Um, but by the way, was... I commend her for that because one, I commend that, that we, you know, allow her to still do her thing. I thought she did it in a very classy way, by the way. I thought it was well-designed. Uh-huh. I thought the, the dancers around her, you know, really, I thought it was choreographed awesome. And then at the same time, if you, you've got that close-up, you could tell it that when she's elevated, those things are like, you know, they're, they're kind yeah. of moving around. She, but she, she was strapped in on it. I mean, okay. it's, it's not the first time. But she's... you're strapped in. You're pregnant. Yeah. You're in front of billions of people. Yeah. You still have to keep your composure. So give her her props. No, okay? no, no. I, I definitely you know. think she deserves her props for the show. I mean, the the baby steals the show. And that's what everybody was talking about after the Super Bowl. So, I mean, mission accomplished. But think about it. She committed to doing the Super Bowl probably four months before she was pregnant. I'm sure she never really thought or whatever. I don't know what their plans are. So, you know, you can't plan that, bro. Yeah. No, Hey, listen, props to her props to her for continuing to do the show. Um, I did not, I will acknowledge this. What I didn't like was that there wasn't a guest performer. And yeah, a lot of people were because we've kind of getting used to it. Our, yeah, we've and and that's not fair to her either, because maybe that was never part of the thing. It was just something people talked about, reported all yeah. this and that, but that was never said. Oh, Rihanna's, no. you know what I mean? It's but like, every, so it's everybody, not, everybody. And, and, and by the way, Rihanna is big enough that she doesn't really need you know, that extra performer overall. So that's, yeah, you know, but Beyonce gave us a destiny child reunion, but see, she doesn't, Rihanna's not that Rihanna's Rihanna. She doesn't, I, have I, I that. understand that, but you know let, let's, okay. I guess, you know what? You're right. Because, um, the weekend didn't give us any guests and I had, dude, and I love that one. 
It was I bad. love that one with the uh, inside the, the mirrors. Yeah, the mirrors. it was a little I weird was to me. Cool, dude. I it thought, a, yeah, I, I had no problem with that one, actually. A little, I, I little, that. a little weird. A little weird. I'm not a weekend fan, though. My wife my wife loves the weekend, and she plays this music all the time, and I always tell her, like, change it. I don't want – I'm just not – I've taken her to a weekend concert, and it just – I sat there, and it was just like, I don't like it. And – not it's enough just, variety in his music, right? He doesn't maybe really... maybe that's what it is. Yeah. It's it's yeah. just it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a lot of his music kind of sounds. Uh, it's like that guy Sam Smith that gets a lot of you know, but most of his music sounds a lot of the same, you know. And I hear you. You know, so you. it's kind of uh, you know, whatever. But it is what it is. But still, uh, I like that one. He he. It was different the way they did it too, and so the way Rihanna did it also was was different too i i liked it overall uh what'd you think of the game and uh um, very happy because as you know i have money on kansas city um mm -hmm. got got it, it made a nice little payday so i'm very appreciative to that um thought the pass interference call was overplayed um it was pass interference twice twice he held yeah. twice Okay, maybe, maybe. I, 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 I don't know. There's no maybe. Watch it. He helped. I, yeah, I only look for one. Um, uh, that game could have easily gone either way. Uh, what I like about Patrick Mahomes is if you give him a chance on that, on, on, on that final, if you give him the ball within a within a, a one score lead or even to close out the game, he's going to finish. Which is why when I saw the odds, because I did, I did that bet maybe. I did that bet maybe two months ago at probably right when Jalen hurts suffered the shoulder injury. Cause I was like, Hmm, it's, it's, it's really good. Uh, and they didn't know how serious the shoulder injury was. I was like, this is some really good odds to, to, to I put hundred down to get like four eighty, And I was like, or four forty. I was like, man, this is, this is some good odds here. So I took it. Very thankful that I did. I was offered to buy it, buy it out, and I I really wanted to, but I was just like, you know what? Let it ride. If if I buy it out, I just double the money. I, the hundred's already gone. Let me just ride it out. See if I can get my four four hundred. So I'm very happy that I did. But it could have easily went either way. But I was watching very nervously. Yeah, I'm with you. I picked KC also, and um, just uh, I give them props, man. Second half they came through. Yeah, and, uh, and, total team and performance. The fact that the Eagles, after a, a year where they got four billion sacks, and couldn't they couldn't touch get, but but that's coaching. That's coaching, which is why I have always said, un unwavering. Back, this is back when Joe Philbin, the Dolphins hired Joe Philbin. I was saying, hey, Andy Reid's available. Go get Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the best coach in the NFL. No, no question about it. Andy Reid's coaching tree is the best coaching tree in the NFL. No, no reservations on my part in saying that. Um, I, I challenge you to find somebody with a better coaching tree. Um, and it was the game plan, the, the the quick passing games, the runs, the lateral runs. It was a phenomenal game plan that basically negated what the Eagles' strengths were, and loved it. Loved every second of it. Like you didn't, you didn't see them go after Darius Slay. You didn't, you know, they played a brilliant game plan, which was avoid 
eagle strengths and yeah. loved, loved it. By the way, the coaching tree that Andy comes from is the only other coaching tree. It's, that's it's Walsh, right? Yeah. Right. The Bill Walsh tree with Dennis Green and Mariucci. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam Weish and, yeah. mm. and uh, Mike Holmgren, who then that's where he comes from. That that Holmgren comes from the Bill Walsh tree, whereas Andy Reid comes from the Mike Holmgren tree. So it's kind of the same. Was route. he on uh, Walsh's staff? No, he was on Holmgren's staff. Holmgren's staff. Okay, well, and Holmgren he... is a disciple of yes. the Walsh stuff. Well, so so okay. it's kind of it's kind of it shows you that the influence that those guys had, that even Holmgren had his own tree, and now Andy has had his own tree. Also I, off of that, off of the Walsh tree. You, you know whose tree I also like? I like Shanahan's tree. I like my, I, I really like Mike Shanahan's tree. And yeah. it's it's yeah. quite impressive if you yeah. really, really take that's a another, look at it. That's another one that's uh, developed some some nice branches. Unlike Belichick, that's a rotten-ass tree. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, that's, uh, if, you don't, if you don't allow your coaches to grow on their own and you're just going to be a puppeteer the entire time, you know, just like if you want to coddle your kids the entire time. I, I, I don't think and that's, then when you that's put, when problem. you send them off when you send them off into the real world and you coddle them the entire time and they face adversity and they fold like a cheap tent. That's because you didn't toughen your kid up enough. And that to me, that's what happens with Belichick. He coddles because he controls his damn coaches like puppets. So by the time they are set off to in the real world, they. Their little wings, they're not ready to fly. And they're no, I, I think their downfall is they think that they can all do it Belichick's way. And I know they don't want to be like Belichick, but they they've all, with the exception of Lovey Smith, and I think we've discussed this, uh not Lovey Smith, um no, Romeo Cornell. Cornell. Yeah, but Cornell they, is just a wired differently. He's yeah, just a, they've all with the exception like of Cornell, being, you know, had had a very abusive tinge to them. And yeah. That's not going to work in today's NFL. Yeah, Cornell was probably the opposite. He was probably too nice. <laughs> that's, that's probably Cornell's thing, that he's too much of a decent human being. You know what I mean? He's probably yeah. too, too nice overall. That's probably what's kind of hurt him, you know, in this process. Um, they were disastrous. I don't know if you watched them. And then he kind of canceled the rest of his interviews. Did you catch the whole to a Super Bowl week? And did you catch any of the interviews? Because they were, I mean, just absolutely brutal. And then he kind of canceled the rest of his interviews. Just out of curiosity. You, did, did he cancel the rest of his interviews? I saw oh, yeah. I, I oh, saw yeah. some, and they were brutal. And yeah. I was just like, whoa. Like, but not to my surprise. Because, you you know what's weird? And, and, and I would love for you to weigh in on this. Because... Me and you, we sat in. Me, a I have no opinion on anything. So go ahead. We sat. We sat for seven years in a very distinct position where we were both labeled as Tannehill haters. Um, yes. I I view I view myself as a Tannehill critic. He was never ever going to be good enough, and the longer you kept dragging it out, the more time right. you wasted. That was right. my position. For seven years, we, we did yeah. this this song and dance for seven years, Amen. never going anywhere. And what really bothers me was from from the and I said this earlier this week on Twitter, from the national media standpoint, um, 
you never heard them say Dolphins better go get a better quarterback. Dolphins free this free agent. Dolphins should be exploring this free agent. Hey, this quarterback in this draft. I remember I I I, I drafted quarterbacks for the Dolphins in my mock drafts and was like, hey, you you guys should every really year think, think about taking another quarterback. Remember right. the Joe Philbin Derek Carr flirtation? I was like, yeah, do it. You like him? Go do it. Go ahead. Go for it. And the national media never once in seven years, including his injury stint, said, hey, Dolphins should be exploring a, a replacement. Dolphins should be no, trying to In fact, to they were suckered by uh, Tannehill. They were even suckered even I, I don't know if they were suckered by – nobody ever believed in them because they were very – they were not relevant. But let's get, let me get to my point. That's seven years. Seven years. Now, Tua has had – Two years as a bona fide starter. I'm not counting this first year. Two years as a bona fide starter. He was like the 16th ranked quarterback in the NFL his second year. And he finished as the number one ranked quarterback this year. Now, we all know the narratives and conversations have been put to rest about his ability, his arm. What hasn't been put to rest is his durability and fragility. Okay, no, no argument there. But all week, we're hearing stuff about Derek Carr and, oh, the Dolphins should be exploring replacement for Tua. Oh, the Dolphins should be like, bro, it's been two years. He's He, he was literally Pro Bowl caliber quarterback in the conversation for MVP in two years, his second year. You don't hear these conversations about Matt Jones. Why are you hearing them about Tua? Like, what? Wh and I get it. The concussions, no problem. Give him one season. This is all I ask. One season, 2023, to show you who he is. Without any question, without any drama, fully supporting him, behind him, like the team is. One season to show him all the, give him all the support that he needs as a fan base, and, and as an organization and, and from a media standpoint and then see what comes of that this man can't even get that like why i don't get it and seven years of mediocrity with Tannehill, like Tannehill deserves seven years of mediocrity and we can't get one season where tua isn't under heavy barrage like why i don't get it I mean, he's the number one rated passer in the NFL, bro. It's not like Miami Dolphin quarterbacks are never that, ever. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm hanging in there, and uh, I'm I'm happy bringing him back. I just hope, you know, I'm glad he's taking judo. Uh, I took judo myself for, for a few years, and it does teach you how to fall and how to prepare for falls. Is it going to protect them every single time? Of course not. There are going to be things that happen in the NFL that you're not going to be able to yeah. be prepared for, yeah. and you'll get plastered. There yeah. are times that you will get hit, yeah. and you will have an opportunity to break your fall and those kind of things. So it, it could help in certain situations. So I'm glad he's making an effort. Ultimately, I think what's going to save his ass and give him a long career is make your decisions under three seconds, kid. That's all. Make make ninety nine percent of your decisions under three seconds. I, once I hate in a while, that. I, you know, you know, around. I don't support that. You know, I don't. I, I get that. it. I get it. I, but once in a know. while, there'll be nobody around, and you'll be able to buy yourself another half a second or a second, and then you take advantage of it. But more often than not, do what a lot of the great statue like quarterbacks did, 
whether they were Peyton Manning or, or Drew Brees or Dan Marino, make a quick decision and get rid of the ball. You, you, don't you could be right. Gambling. I don't believe in fundamentally changing who a quarterback is. And you know that we, we have, we've had this argument since the mid season and it's I not don't changing. It's not changing. It's just tweaking what you do. You're not changing who it, you his, are. His, his beauty is he buys that extra second and he makes something happen with that extra second. And I, I love that about him. And his if you beauty, take his beauty is he can throw on time. And accurate and anticipate and see windows uh, opening before they actually open. What That's made him the number practice. one passer is that extra second he can buy. And I get it. It leaves. That's not how he got hurt, though, Big O. And it I get is. it. It is how he can get hurt. No, That's how he always gets hurt. All of them are between four and five seconds. Not all his injuries. Oh, OK. I timed them all, bro. His it, ankles, it, his hip, his two concussions. They're all he's going to get hit. 3.8 seconds to 5.1 seconds. He's going to get hit. He's going to get hit. Build him, build him a brick wall. He's going to get yeah, hit. But you can't take Tannehill time to throw. You can't be in the four or five second range, bro. That's 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 how Tannehill used to take all those hits because he would wait four or five seconds. I don't even think that, was that, that wasn't Tannehill's problem. That that wasn't Tannehill. Well, I mean, he could Tannehill absolutely no feel for. Right, pressure. right. He couldn't read it, but that's the that's my point, doggy. That it took him four to five seconds to actually read, because he couldn't make his reads. I mean, he could read. He has no he could read. He has no feel for the pocket. He has no feel for. I'm curious what's right. going to happen to right. him. By by the way, this in this off season that you know, I guess quarterbacks are now available. Derek Carr, um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen with Tannehill because somebody. I gonna... think you know, I, I think somebody will bring him in to be competition slash backup guy or something like that. Team competition that... slash backup. Oh, yeah, you like, think like he's a backup? Tannehill. Oh, well, well, I mean, in this with league, all these trash ass quarterbacks in the league. In this league. That's what I'm saying. In this league, he's either a bad starter or a backup. He's not a bad starter. Come on, let's put some respect on his name. He's a he's an average NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, he's a he's a game manager. I'm just I'm big. I'm not big on game managers. It's it's just. I mean, when they not to say that you know when they the Titans were a good team when he was healthy. Oh, the Titans had a Super Bowl team, bro. If they had a quarterback, no, I'm talking about this year. Bowl. I'm talking about this I'm, year. I'm, I'm talking about since he's been there. They're they're pretty damn good. That yeah, they don't. They had don't a real quarterback. They would have gone a lot farther with a real quarterback. Derek Carr. How much further they get? With what? Derek oh, Carr. Oh, God, they might win a Super Bowl two years ago. If you have A.J. there and all that, you might win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. Yes, definitely. There's, I can name several quarterbacks that are way worse than Derek Carr that won with a complete team. And if Derek Carr had that of a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, not this past year because this past year, once you lost A.J., you really lost a lot in that offense. Yes, it, I agree. It made – he makes life. He's a freak, bro. How many guys are built like that guy? It's like he, he, you, you purge, you purge, and didn't help yourself. No question. Right. Yeah. No. And I get why they did it because with Malik, which was a bad pick, it looks like right now, and then they drafted the young kid. So then those two guys would grow up. I, I get what the vision is. Why? Why yeah. are we going to pay AJ while we're developing a young quarterback? They. I, they, I, they, I understand. I understand. They should have went one more year with this roster because that was their window 
now I think now, that three interception performance was like, yeah, this is not the guy. Like he lost, like because the interceptions were really bad and really and like and you're like, wow, this team is really good and this guy just effed everything up. And I think that that, I think that scared the crap out of him and they finally figured it out that yeah, this is not the guy for pressure like situations and that kind of stuff. His brain's gonna go scatterbrained, you know. That's kind of the way it is with him. I mean, some of those interceptions, I'm not defending Tannehill. Some of those interceptions were like tips and shit, stuff like that. So it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't. Two of those three were absolutely brutal interceptions on his part. If you go back and look at it, go look at it. Those two of the three were just atrocious, bro. Uh, uh, yeah. Just really, really bad decisions, you know, overall. But what did you, just out of curiosity, did you, were you laughing or were you understanding or you don't think it's anything, the judo stuff? No, I, like, I know who, Tan, I know who Tua is. He's a quarterback who's going to do, if there's a, any chance that this is going to help me improve my game, I'm going to do it. Right, yeah, it. it's true. It's true. I, and, and I love it. If 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 somebody said came to him and said, "Hey, bro, judo could help you learn how to fall," you're probably like, "All right, cool, show me." And you know, and, and I believe in the, the team around him. I believe in I believe in in Nick. Um, I believe in in I believe in his father Galu. I, I you know, they this is this is a two hundred million dollar franchise. They're gonna do everything that they possibly can to get you that extension. And right. like if learning how to do judo, like to me, I want to hear about the changing of the helmet because he has to change his helmet. And well, supposedly that, one of his helmet is one of the most safest helmets out there, supposedly. OK, you know, well, I, maybe that I, I, ain't I, working for you. Uh, no, nah, I think I think what ain't working for him was that those were brutal hits and he didn't have control of his body and that head gets slammed. He might have to wear that 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 neck thing. Also yeah, around yeah. his, I mean, let uh, me around let me, his helmet between the pads and his helmet, so it moves less too, and and it gives him some shock, you know, just in case. Uh, Steve Grogan for the New England Patriots played with it for for several years on the back end of his career, so it's been done before by by quarterbacks. I don't know recently if we've had a quarterback that has worn it, but I do remember Steve Grogan uh, wore it for a while. I'm I'm curious to see what what his approach will be. Um, I'm dying to see this 2023 season just because it's it's the year of Tua, and it's it's going to be his coming out party, in, in my opinion. Now, if he can't stay healthy, then it's going to be his goodbye party. But you know, it's right. it's it's truly going to be something that that I think South Florida will really enjoy. If he can, for me, as long as he can make quick decisions. And keep keep himself clean. One of the things he did this year was he stayed away from regular injuries, which has really been his bugaboo his entire life. Yeah, and you want to you want to play been, hot it hasn't, been about, it hasn't it. been about concussions. So if you can stay away from the head trauma, and then you stay away. If he stays away from head trauma this year and injuries, he'll go for two years without busting something up, ribs, finger, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that'll be a, a step in the right direction for him, actually. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know? So it's, it, I know people say, well, it's injuries. Injuries are injuries. Oh, it doesn't matter if it's his body or his head. I, I got you. I get it. But it was a different issue this year. And 
maybe it was also a lot of bad luck too because his entire other the rest of his career wasn't filled with a whole bunch of concussions. I mean, we, we can call it bad luck, but some people just don't have a a, a, a durable body. And yeah. I, I can tell you Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Okay, that's fair. Um, oh yeah, Jimmy G's available too. I'm curious to see Jimmy G hmm, where he's gonna end up. Um I I am... I, I, I when um, we had just had Matt Verderam earlier, and I agree with him. It's Aaron Rodgers, Jets or Raiders, and then Garoppolo is the fallback for each of them. Because it looks like where's Derek Carr and, going? And, and Derek Carr looks like you know, first New Orleans, but now Carolina's really interested. So he has to decide between Carolina and New Orleans. If I'm Derek Carr, I'm going, I'm going to Carolina. I'm like going to defense. wherever the money is. No, but but well, well, New Orleans has money issues too because they still have a dead cap issue with. Yeah, uh, New Orleans always got money year. issues. Though. Yeah, yeah, they, they, no, they but they have they have to get through the breeze. Like remember when? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I don't. Left, I don't want. I, when I don't left, want. they had thirteen and nineteen million of dead cap money that they had to go through. They're doing the same thing with Breeze now, and I think they have another bad year of that. But Carolina's got money. They've got a top ten pick. They've got they've got a, a nice they've got a, a nice receiver actually they got two decent receivers they got a really yeah. nice receiver and then they've got a defense bro yeah they've got some players on that D it's an easy division um yeah. I, I like I, I if I'm him I'm taking Carolina over New Orleans plus I'm playing on grass instead of inside the dome all these things I I kind of like the the and then the media. Also, is not going to. I don't think either one is really. I mean, brutal. he wasn't in a hostile media in New Orleans environment. I mean, in Vegas, Orleans, but yeah, yeah, Vegas. Vegas. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Vegas. but South, but but Carolina is definitely not a. You know, it's not going to be cupcake. A cupcake city to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, you're not dealing with, you know, like if you had to go to New York. If I'm him, I'm picking. If if you give me Carolina and the Saints, I'm taking Carolina, bro. I, I agree with you. I think Carolina is a good job. Um, good, good, good position, good spot. Frank Wright, good, good quarterback coach, Frank Wright. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's another good reason. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, because uh, I think you got I, I a like, bad rap in Indy, to be quite honest. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. You got a bad rap in Indy. Yeah, no, we, we're we're aligned there T- today. Yeah. We we're the the listeners are going to be upset because we're not arguing about something. What we no, have to no. find something to argue. We agreed on Rihanna. Um, yeah, we 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 agreed on Court Tannehill. We, we did not agree on. Uh, well, no, we did not agree on Tannehill. We agreed on Tua. We need we need something to disagree on because the people who come and listen to this podcast are going to be very disappointed. We're and we agreed that it was a penalty at the end. Uh, t- damn, we agreed on that too. We, yeah, like, damn, we agreed. Kansas City, better team. Like, yeah, this is going to be a very disappointing. Uh, What's your number one need for the Miami Dolphins in free agency? <laughs> now, now you're gonna, now you're gonna do it. Um, if there's a position, I, I would, I would fill. love to say offensive line, but I'm going to resist because they've shown that they can go find filler shit. Yeah. I'd go, I'd go with well, Snell. Have, well, think about it, doggy. You now have a unicorn. Because if Armstead's healthy, Connor and Hunt, you kind of have your unicorn. So you're really only trying to figure out the right tackle spot. And by the way, if you bring back Brandon Shell, 
The dude yeah. did a serviceable job I'm, at right. I'm tackle. going with Shell over Austin Jackson. No, no, if you I, no, if you I'm, go I'm, with Austin Jackson, no, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm going with Brandon Shell with you. I'm I'm a thousand percent. But you know they're going to give Austin Jackson a chance. Don't so want really, to. Not interested. I, I get. I get. I get. Right. I'm good. I've so, seen totally, enough. Totally understand. But my point is to follow up on what you're about to say is you're really not filling a lot of needs on offensive I, line. I, you're I you're kind you. of figuring out you. left guard. Yeah. So I say, dude. Stop the effing around already. Find me a middle linebacker. No, no, that's what I was going to say. Not, my number one need is, yeah, middle linebacker, and that's not going to be a very popular opinion with the guy who actually holds the position because um, he's always had very productive seasons and statistically great years um, in this scheme, and this defense. But, but honestly, he doesn't fit the guy's scheme that's coming in now. Yeah, he, he didn't fit the last one either, but he managed right. to make it work. But right. yes, I, I need a, I mean, I need a, I need a good middle linebacker. I need a, yeah, I, I'm tough. not asking, I'm not asking for Zach Thomas. Damn, give me a Channing Crowder. Like that, that, that. You, you need, you need a badass linebacker in the middle of that defense for once and for all already. <sighs> Where and how you get it, I have no idea. No. Well, I because you see that that's my problem. You know, when people, oh well, let's talk about free agents. Well, no, let's not talk about free agents no, because not. I don't know who the hell's available yet. I don't know who's getting tagged. I don't know who's getting traded. I don't know yeah, who's getting cut. Be, yeah, there are gonna be tons of people cut. Yeah, uh, and, and and there'll be people signed that you will be surprised, like, oh shit, they re-signed them. And you don't know. So I hate yeah. talking about people until I know who the hell is available yeah. right now. And I don't know who's available right now. But there's going to be a middle linebacker somewhere. You better find them in that second, third round, or you better find them in free agency, preferably free agency for, for this guy. Because I don't think you want a young middle linebacker at this point that has to then learn everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering what's salvageable, what this de- what this defensive coordinator will will bring and find salvageable on this team, and maybe maybe he looks at the Jerome Baker and says, "Hey, I could work with that." And I like Jerome <laughs> Baker, but, but I like Jerome Baker, but he doesn't fill his need. His need. For the middle linebackers, a guy that can sift through the trash, yeah, bounce can can, can shit can shed uh, tackles, yeah, blocks and, instincts and, and penetrate, and yeah, that's not who Jerome Baker has ever been. That's You're not correct. his game, correct. So uh, he doesn't fill his need. Right, he's going to cut him. Is what I think is going to happen. I think Jerome Baker gets cut. I really do. I think he's part of the casualties uh, this year at linebacker. Um, because I think you're going to be using a lot more of Phillips and Chubb as your outside guys, and I think you're going to try to find more of a traditional middle linebacker that can truly run and sh- and and has size and can you know shed some tackles and things like that. I think he's going to try to find that. And, Ooh, uh, and I don't yeah. know about that, bro. I'm on... well, Chubb's going to be a backer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, and Phillips too. In this, uh, in, this scheme, in this scheme, he's going to be that. They boy, have, to. They have yeah. no choice. I don't Plus, know. I I don't think in a three-four, you want to you want to put Phillips Jer- on the line. Jerome is, uh... you know, what I'm saying because Sealer and Wilkins definitely will be on the line for you. Sealer, Wilkins, right? and, and, and Agba, yeah. 
and and Agba, and then you've also got Raekwon. Hold on, yeah. And, no, and so yeah. I, I think that's kind of what you're going to have there in that rotation, that whole thing, and then you got to have the other two guys play. And I'm expecting Chubb to have a really good season because now his coach is here. So he should know how to use him. And, and, but Phillips, you can't put him on the line because that athleticism, you have to let it grow. And I think he's going to become – I think he has a lot of the JT elements to him. So I think you're going to want to free him up a little bit because I think he's going to be a terror. I really yeah. do. I, th- I think Jalen Phillips. No, I, I think Jalen Phillips is a star too. I think he's going to be uh, one of those players that blossoms in a, in a year or two. Um, I was, in fact, a little disappointed at what his level of production. I, I, in fact, told him this. I was like, bro, you you missed a good half dozen sacks quarterbacks in your arms. Yeah, but he was right. He was man. He was right there. But he, his effort. God, yeah, so bro. But you so impressed, with him. So impressed with him. That, I that, think he's really going to blow. I think he is. He is. He is. He, he it's, is. It's, it's only two years, bro, and I think he's just building up the. He's, he's got to finish. He's got. He's got to learn to finish, bro. He's got to learn to finish. That's and the difference did, between you being and an, an, a good, promising player and an elite defensive lineman, elite yeah. defensive player, a guy that's household name. He he has the talent to be a household name. He does. Oh, yeah. Yes. With, with, without yes. without a doubt, and that's why I was a little I, I was I was just a tad disappointed last year in in what what we saw from him. And no complaints because I'm not saying it's a bad season, but I know what kind of talent I'm looking at. I know what kind of yeah. talent I'm. Looking no, but at. I have no problem with his second year and what he's done. I have more of a problem with Raquan Davis, who does not live up to his draft status, and and flash. No, he li- no he lives up to his draft reputation. Yeah, that's true, but not his status. Okay, he lives up to his no, he lives up to his draft reputation. I I can't argue with that. I can't argue he did not play. He's a two-down player. And 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 the and the motor was always a question mark for him, and that's what it's been because he he will flash, but there is no consistency in his game. You know, you know he has it in him to become dominant, but I don't even I don't even see Daryl Gardner like impact like daryl also had problem with his motor he, he, but, he but, the funny thing his, is he's not even jordan phillips good yet which yeah, is no which is no. crazy no which is crazy right right yeah like to even say that is crazy because jordan phillips god chow two guys that you you know you pick later nah, on no 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 we're not going there I, I got more consistency out of Godchild than I've seen out of Raekwon Davis every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Godchild never sorry, played I for a good defense. With you, bro. Godchild never played on a good defense. And yeah, he, he, but he played well for for what he was and where he was picked. He Clean played up, well for the Dolphins, and he's done a nice job for the uh, Patriots overall. Godchild has made way made way more progress than Raekwon Davis. Raekwon Davis is is one of the most inconsistent players that the Miami Dolphins have. He is might be one of the more talented players, but he he has lived up to his draft reputation. You are correct because he came in with the same kind of reputation of Daryl Gardner. But at least Daryl Gardner in those first couple of years, the motor was on more than Raekwon's has been on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we're all we're time. this is a contract year, so you know what happens. Um, pay for play. So right. uh, pay, play for pay. 
So I'm I'm curious to see what happens this year, especially it's going to be under new coaching. Well, I'm curious what what other changes they've made to their staff that you know because I didn't think their defensive staff was that good last year. So I'm curious. Levante David, by the way, somebody's throwing out there. It could be a free agent if he is. That might be Levante's tried to come here a couple of times. I know his agent really well. Um, and who's his agent? Uh, name escapes me at the present moment. Um, damn, Ron, Ron Butler. Okay. Yeah. Um, Levante's tried to come here a couple of times. In fact, when he just signed his deal, the Dolphins made him an offer. I, I just don't think at this age, that's nah. I'd do it. No, I'd do it. I'd bring him. I still think he has a, a couple of years left for this defense. They need something. They need a, a badass. Yeah. Line. So Let me see if how there's, old if there's a couple of guys out there. I don't think he's more than 29 or 30. No, he's probably 30. It's probably what it is. I'm looking at his age right now. He is 33. Oh, he's 33. Levante's been in the league for a while. Yeah, bro. he's been in the league. Yeah, the, the other kid is younger, and he yeah. might also be let go too. Uh, White, Devin White might be also. No effing way. Oh, they have, no. They, they have all kinds of cap issues. So they could be releasing all kinds of guys, maybe even White. Uh, I believe. Let me look at what his contract is, Levante. What is White's be... contract? I think it's either he's got Ooh, either. You're right. Big... He, he is a free agent, I think. Yeah, yeah. Levante. I thought he either. I thought he either had a big cap hit left for this year, one year left, or he's a free agent. One of the two. Yeah, I think they restructured his contract in the roster. Because there's word that they may part ways with both guys. Yeah, the contract voids the day before free agency and begins. He's still in his late 20s, right? He's still in his late 20s. Who? who? You're talking about oh, White. You're talking about White. Okay, no. Um, Let me look up Light, White because I was looking up Levante's contract situation because you, you mentioned him. Let me let me look up. Um, I think White has got either one year left or he's a free agent or something like that. And, uh, I'm about to tell you. They in a owe him some some big ass money. Uh, he should have uh, oh 11 million. I think this is his fifth year option. Let me look. Let me look. 25. Yeah, this is his fifth year option. 11.7 million dollars. He ain't going nowhere, bro. He probably will force so, a trade, try to get a, a restructured contract. This is the first year he's going to make real money. Um, this is his fifth year option. 11.7 million dollars. Um, but he, he's not going to want to play, play on that. But if they're getting rid of the Levante, Levante David, then yeah, they're definitely going to keep him. Um, what's their cap situation? Like? Alf, by the way, is there, he says, Raekwon Davidson's day Ooh. one has been asked to play zero technique and one a and one B those guys take, uh, beatings to make everybody else look good. Yeah. But he, I'm aware. Does, he, I'm Alf, aware. he still doesn't make enough plays. He doesn't, he, he, he doesn't disrupt enough. He certainly does and, not. And that's it, my if problem. He's, with it. If he he's had, single block he by has, center, he's losing. No, and, no, and, and listen, if he was the kind of guy that I looked at and said, well, he's only good at holding up a couple guys. Yes. No, that's his thing. Then, okay, that's fine. But that's not Ra Raekwon has the ability yes. to shed things and let, penetrate and create some stuff. And he just doesn't do enough. He doesn't let me, make let me clarify something I just said here in the middle because, of the line. Let me yeah. clarify something I just said here because it'll be taken out of context where I said okay. he is because everything's taken out of context. If he's blocked one on one on the center, he's losing. And the reason I say he's losing is because. He should be dominating a one-on-one -on -one block by center yep. and and in the backfield every play. 
and he has that type of ability. Why we don't see it when he does get solo blocked, I don't know. And like I said, he has Daryl Gardner like, and yet I saw more of Daryl Gardner blowing shit up than I've seen from Ray Raekwon. And that's my problem with Raekwon. Raekwon for me has not lived up to the draft status. It's been a mediocre pick. It's the second round, it's the second round pick. It's you know, you knew that's a high he, pick. That's a high pick for a yes, player it like was, that. But for a player who was billed as a first round talent, but had some luggage with him. And right, right. the luggage is clearly what's holding him up. And because at that spot, a ton of teams find guys in the fourth and fifth and sixth rounds. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of big fat guys that were yeah, drafted later none, on in the none with none with that ability. Like Paul no. Soliai was like a fifth round, fourth round, fourth round, fourth, yeah. round, fourth rounder, and he developed. Yeah. You know, it's like that. Uh, it, it's certain guys, you know, you can find. Took him three years the, to the, develop. The aforementioned though. Davin Godchow was a fifth rounder and has become a really good player overall. Not a great player or anything, but for his Man. draft status, he has overplayed his draft status he has become okay he was another guy who got knocked for having some suitcases and of of baggage and you know i and i like gotcha i think he's he's a nice for a fifth round bro yeah no yeah but yeah okay yeah you can find you can find the big fat guys you can find them later on in the draft and develop them into but if you take them early when you gotcha, take him early, six, like, 62 tackles and one and a half sack last year, last season, yeah. three tackles for loss. Let me, let me look at. Uh, um, so break. when you, when you, but when you take a Raekwon Davis or anybody in the second round, you have a really high opinion of that defensive line. Oh, wow. Right? Raekwon had 33 tackles, one sack. Yeah. No, no, no. Raekwon doesn't, Raekwon doesn't get it done, bro. He just doesn't get it done. It's it's the eyes see it. I don't I don't even need to see the stats. I I just watch the kid all the time, and and it's a shame because the the there's the God given ability is there. All right, tell them about I am athlete, my brother. What do they do to uh, latch on and watch and support? Uh this is this week we have um, Jermaine Dupree. Um, great episode. Um, he's talking about uh, his career legacy it's 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 a conversation uh about with legends um talks about wanting to do uh uh versus battle if we're still doing those things with um with diddy in atlanta in the superdome um so it'll be it'll be it'll it's a good it's a good episode good conversation um legend talk so and next week is uh a pretty good one with um jadakiss so oh wow okay there you go all right, good stuff. I am athlete. Check it out at all, all platforms and subscribe. Follow my man Omar Kelly on Twitter at Omar Kelly. Oh, as always, thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. All right. There you go. The Essential Moving Experts.com, Miami Dolphins Exchange. You've been listening to the Essential Moving Experts, Miami Dolphins Exchange with Omar Kelly. When you're looking for local, home, long-moving services, or office relocation, call Essential Moving Experts at 305-602-8369. Flat rates and no surprise charges. EssentialMovingExperts.com. 305-602-8369. Miami Dolphins fans, follow Big O Radio Show on all platforms and keep up with your favorite NFL team.
Dolphins 13 says Raquan Davis, when they drafted him, was supposed to be Christian Wilkins' duo in the middle of that defense, but he's not consistent, just doesn't have it. You know, he has it. He has it in him. There's no doubt. Now, he can't find it. He can't. It's not. It's he has the ability. The, the Lord blessed him with the ability. You can see it. But it's up to him to have the determination to bring it out every single damn day. And you do that in your jobs. You do that in your careers. You do that in life. You know, you got to bring it every single day, no matter what's going on. And and he just now this is a contract year. <laughs> now, do we get fooled? Does he have a great year because it's a contract year? And he's only motivated to get that contract or is he, does he have a great year because he finally turned the corner and figured it out? I hate that. I hate when we get to the contract year, which is what he's in. And then he's going to kick ass. And then you don't know what the hell you're getting. It's, it's really hard to trust. Uh, Jimmy says Raekwon has always been an underachiever. Saban also had the same complaint in Alabama. He did. He did. And that was Daryl Gardner's thing. He, you knew when Daryl Gardner brought it, brother, he, he crushed the crap out of whatever offensive line he played. I don't give a shit who was blocking. I don't care what all pro guard center you had there. When Daryl Gardner said today, I'm a mother effer. You weren't going to block him. You weren't. And those were moments like if you're a Dolphins fan and you live that era, you know what I'm talking about. The the the, the stuff that I, I I've seen Daryl Gardner do, very few people. But the problem was that he could not maintain it. And then that's why they had to get rid of him because just the motor was not there to do it. And yet he has done way more than Raekwon did. And he didn't do enough to live up to his first round status. That's why I didn't keep him running. He developed a back problem from all the weight training and all that because he was, you know, Mr. Bodybuilder and all that. But you can see that that Daryl Gardner had it, bro. It. And to me, Raekwon has it. It's just, where's your heart? Where's your determination to say, I'm going to be the best on this play in practice, on this play in the game? Oh, on whatever I'm doing, I'm going to be the best. And that's what Aaron Donald does. That's what Jason Taylor does. You know, that that's how that's how all these guys that you see that have success. Okay. You know, that safety that the Miami Dolphins have, that's what that mofo does on every single down. Okay. And if you want to know why he's a, a great young safety, it's because he plays that way. Cater Kohu. He might hold and he might get caught with a hold here or there or whatever, but it ain't going to be from a lack of trying. He's going to get in that receiver's face. If he gets beat, he gets beat. Whatever it happens to all corners. But it ain't going to be because, oh, dude, Cater Kahu doesn't look like he's not focused. Hell no, dude. He's always focused. Always focused. And that's the problem with Raekwon Davis. He's just not focused. He doesn't know how to bring it on every down. It's a shame because the ability is all there. You see it. It's obvious.
Ah, yes. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? Uh, Oh, by the way, Jim Caldwell, 68-year-old, has been hired by the Panthers as a senior assistant. So he will assist Frank Reich. He will answer to Frank Reich. That's a nice move by them. I know we had Caldwell here for a a short uh, cup of tea. And uh, Brian Flores scared the crap out of him, and he said, I'm out of here. By the way, in another, you know, brutal move in our business, NBC6 does not have a sports anchor anymore. Ruthie Polinski is not re-signing. She's leaving. Uh, And Giselle Espinales also gone. I saw that in Barry Jackson's notes. This is a terrible business, dude. Whatever you do, don't let your kids get into broadcasting. It's just a terrible, terrible business, you know? And what are they going to do? They're going to go hire um, some kid somewhere really green behind the ears. Uh, You know, whatever happened to, like, hiring people that have experience, that have insight, that can bring something to the table, you know, that kind of stuff. Whatever happened to actually competing, to wanting to, you know, do things the right way and not the cheap way? I mean, they've got their anchors walking around carrying their own cameras to do their own stand-ups. They they can't even pay for producers to go out and, you know, do the stuff that their, you know, cameramen and producers are supposed to do and let the anchor do their thing. I saw I saw in uh, Barry's notes that 940 tried to hire Joe Rose. <laughs> Joe turned them down and he's staying at QM. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised Joe's still staying there. But hey, I guess, he, you know, it's better than retiring. That's for sure. I'd rather do radio than retire if I'm him. But he, smart move. And again, they're going to go the cheap route. They're not going to want people that actually bring insight and break stories, and they're not going to do anything that, you know, requires actual sales and money. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's the seventh station in their cluster, and they're going to treat 940 wins like the seventh station in the cluster. Okay? All right? That's a, that's a quote from inside that building. What a shame. It's our business is dog crap, dog crap. And I saw it coming a couple of years ago and, you know, we're, we're lucky Sean and I, we get to kind of control our destiny, but most people don't have that, the, the good fortunes, but it's just, they don't care about sports, dude. They just don't, they don't care about actually, you know, trying to do a good job at all and provide like real insight and things like that. And, you know, get people that are connected in the business and all that. Yeah. Let's just go get somebody that's green behind the ears. We'll repeat what we need them to repeat. And we'll be our, our little puppets because they're so dependent on what we tell them to do. And that's basically what happens in our business. So if you can actually escape and be on your own, like what we do, that's the real blessing, not having to work for these kind of companies. 
let's see. Jim Caldwell lasted two days. Your developed health problems when he met Flo. Yep. Uh, I would too. If I had to work with Flo, I'd probably be dead already at this point. Um, do, 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 do. What else do we have? Did anyone see the perfect machine? Uh, TV is oh yeah. TV, TV, and radio are pretty much dead already, as it is. Uh, can't wait to see Wilkins and Holland improve under Fangs. Yeah, those guys—they're just headed for for greatness, man. Wilkins has grown into one hell of a player. You know, obviously Holland has proven that he was going to be a hell of a player right from the get-go isn't it nice by the way isn't it a really cool thing when you're a sports fan and they they sign a guy or they draft a guy and from the second they sign him or they draft him you're like hey man wow yeah you know i, I remember when they signed zach and it was you know drafted zach and right from the get-go just making plays i remember when they signed uh, Orande Gadston from the Arena League. And the first catch in practice, he catches a, a ball high up in the end zone, the back corner of the end zone, and lands both feet right inside the corner of the end zone. And we're like, did you see a catch? And that, Who the hell is that? And you start writing it down. And then every day in camp, there's Orande Gadston, there's Orande Gadston, there's Orande Gadston. You know what I mean? And there's Javon Holland. There's Javon Holland. There's Javon Holland. And it's just, it, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, the Wilkins thing did not start off that way. We had a lot of, oh, he's a bust. Oh, he's nothing. You know, the first couple of years because he was kind of growing in that. And that happens at defensive, that defensive line position. There are certain, you know, certain guys don't necessarily become like Paul Soliai. Took him a few years too. Some guys, it takes them a couple years for the light to go on, and then, boom, when it goes on, you know what I mean? But the, there are those guys, right? D. Wade gets drafted, and it's like, yo, who's this young kid? The, the Hornets game, right? Right from the get-go. He hits the three, and you're like, who the hell is this kid? You know, like, this kid's got some moxie on him, you know, that kind of stuff. It's fun. It's fun, man, when... When when teams immediately hit on somebody, that right from the get-go, the person just separates himself. Right? That's that's always a fun thing as a fan to be able to to be able to experience that. Uh let's see what else. This is exactly what I meant. It, it's just doesn't dig deep down. So Dolphin 13 is saying the smoke show Megan Fox split. Yeah, apparently Machine Gun Kelly was cheating on her. You know the saying, right? Show me a fine woman and I'll show you. Okay. Uh, same with Marino. Yep, exactly. Well, it was the Raiders game. He came off the bench against the Raiders. And the rest was history. Uh, what I like about the show is Big O talks about sports, money, world, events, music, etc. One-stop shopping. Big O is the future. 
I don't know about the future because my ass is 56 years old. So I don't know about future. I'm in the now. Okay. Some youngin that uh, might be 25, 35. They might be the future. I am just about the present is what it is. Uh, Big O, do you remember Louis Oliver? I'll never forget the 95-yard pick against the Bills. Yes, I do. I do remember Louis Oliver. Solid player. Not a great player. Was never a great player. Was never a great cover safety. He was a hitter. And uh, when he missed on the hit, and he missed on it, it was a whiff, it was going to be a big play after that for the other team. Okay. Louis was a nice player. He's no Javon Holland. You know, it's kind of one of those things that we, you know, the interception was beautiful and all of that. But sometimes the reputation grows a little bit past the player's true ability at times. And I think Louis Oliver is one of those guys that's, you know, is received well by Dolphin fans. And in general, I think fans like him. But I also have to say that in general, I think fans overhype Louis Oliver, the player. Like he was a decent player, but he was nothing special at safety. Okay. Nothing. We've seen special and Holland looks special. You know, some guy named Jake Scott, you know, you know we, we've had special guys play the safety position. He's not one of them. I just want to say that, okay? Because I, I just kind of feel that as time goes on, it's almost like the memory of it gets bigger, and it's almost like they talk about him in the light of, you know, any kind of great Dolphin player, which he was far from that. You know, he was a decent player, but nothing really, you know, I can't necessarily ever you know say but he has that 95 yard touchdown from the end zone that he got it and ran it and you know that's a moment in time that nobody can ever take away from him you know that kind of stuff but yeah but yeah uh, rhino says yeah oliver had one mode he was a headhunter that's it that's it louis was you know louis was a a very poor man's steve atwater Okay, like Steve Atwater was going to knock your ass out, but he was also a great safety. Okay, he could actually play the position and cover and do those things. Louis wasn't necessarily a great cover guy. That's all. Let's just let's just call it like we see it. You know. Uh, nobody made more big plays for the Dolphins and their opponents than Louis Oliver. His three interception game versus Buffalo will live forever. Yes. But his career was, eh, all right. Eh, you know, like I said, he might've wanted to be Steve Atwater, but he was never going to be any kind of Steve Atwater. Uh, Karen, you like my hats, huh? There we go. We try, and we thank Doug and Victoria for this hat, of course. All I got to say, Doug and Victoria, we got to get, like, a, a different, like, off-camera, we got to get something where this logo bounces more and it's red better. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing that I would say I would add because it's a cool hat. Fits great, by the way. Fits great. Looks great. Love this shade. And I like the logo. I would just have something for it to bounce off a little bit more so it explodes in the camera and people can can read it because they kind of struggle to read it. You know what I'm saying? So because it all kind of blends in and gets lost inside the uh the hat so i would i would tweak the logo a little bit i would tell them on their next round of hats jeremiah bell was my favorite uh jeremiah was a bullfrog there you go uh jeremiah was uh, was solid he was a good player man better than louis oliver Oh, going on a darkness retreat now with my designer to fix the hat. Be back in four days. <laughs> but you agree, right? It's like we need we needed to pop a little bit more because it's a really good looking hat, super comfortable. So all that other stuff, you guys knocked it out with that. The logo looks good. Just we got to make it pop a little bit more. That's all. That's what I that's what I, I think we got to do. Where are we at here with the markets? What, what's going on? Bitcoin at 22.8. So it's gone up uh, over three, almost three and a half percent. I like that. What's going on in the markets right now? Dow down half a point. Let me see. Okay, what else do we have going on? Any any major stories? I don't see any any major stories out there, man. Anything that I'm missing, uh, Sean? Because I don't I don't think I see anything crazy going on. I don't see anything. You see anything out there? Uh, by the way, AJ Brown. I don't know if you guys saw this. Juju Smith Schuster, he um, went after uh, James Bradbury and put out a tweet. And he put there, uh, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody, and put James Bradbury. He says, I'll hold you when it matters most. So Smith Schuster, obviously, you know, celebrating with the uh, Chiefs and the championship. So AJ Brown comes back at him. And says, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You were on your way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or even was. But congratulations again. So A.J. Brown, you know, put uh, Juju Smith-Schuster in his place uh, with the um, with the retweet of that. And by the way, all power to, to AJ on that one. I agree with him. I think that was uh, classless on his part. In fact, James Bradbury is a guy that uh, I was a fan of his, by the way. I, I want to say, I want to admit, in the Senior Bowl was one of those guys that stood out to me uh, as a player, and he's had a pretty good career overall. 
Um, but I admire him more than ever, actually, as a player. Um, Bradbury took all responsibility for it. In fact, let me read a quote that he, uh, that he put out when he was asked about it. And I, I thought, you know, the quote also, this quote is so good because it shows what a lot of people should be feeling right now and when it comes to responsibility when it comes to accountability these kind of things something that we lack in this world that we're all going to make mistakes i'm going to make a crap ton of mistakes every day and so are you and but we got to admit when we make mistakes right so he says i feel like i only had two options really i could take responsibility for it or I could blame it on someone else. I try not to live that way. It comes from my mom and coaches in the past. I've had taking accountability. I have, I respect the hell out of that. Okay. He committed two penalties on that play. He held twice. And I'm sick and tired of watching the guy that constantly complains when he clearly committed the penalty. And then he's disgusted that the call was made, even though it's clear he committed the penalty. And then you want to blame the referee when you committed the penalty. Instead, there's no blame here. He's taking accountability. That is something that's absolutely lost in this world. Accountability. Bradbury's got plenty of it. Okay. I have no issues with it. I got nothing but uh but love for uh James Bradbury. And I thought Juju Smith Schuster, um, who's been kind of a kind of a schmuck, you know, throughout his career with all his little social media stuff. And he's a guy that's a a middling receiver. Although some of you wanted him badly over here. You wanted to give him some money. You, you, you guys aren't going to admit that, right? All those people out there that wanted Juju Smith-Schuster and wanted to give him a bunch of money in years past. Oh, why don't we get Juju Smith-Schuster? I remember those. I don't remember your names because we're not tracking what you say. But some of you out there would probably, you're guilty of it right now that you're watching or downloading the show somewhere. Brock Marion. He was all right. All right. Not a not a good dude, but he was all right. George Albany says, Congrats. Was listening yesterday on our on the other show when you got your promotion well deserved, bud. Uh who 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 got the promotion yesterday? I forgot. Who was it? Congratulations, whoever got a promotion. Oh, Rhino. There we go. He's got a picture of a rhino. Well, congratulations, rhino. Uh, let's see. Jonathan Dill. What's up, Big O? Bell was okay safety, but Brock Marion, Jake Scott, Javon Holland can potentially be the greatest safeties in Dolphin history. Uh, I would uh, I would loosen up a little bit on that with Brock Marion. He had his uh, he had his holes in his game. He was all right. If he didn't hold them twice on the play, I could understand people defending the hold. I mean, even the Super Bowl, two holds in one second, you gotta call it, you gotta call it by the ref. Yeah, of course. 
Frankie says a TV sports anchor I really like was a WSVN seven. Deuces Rogers. Deuces has been in New York for a while. I think he was in LA and then New York. Now I think he's, I, I think he's still in New York. I felt bad for Deuces Rogers once. And do I still have it? I wonder if I still have Marino answering Deuces Rogers. And poor Deuces Rogers, he was um, asking Marino a question. And, and it was, it was in, in the 62-7 uh, postgame show. And when they lost to the Jags, 62-7 Marino's last game. And he was asking him, I forgot what it was or something like, you saw the game, didn't you, or some crap? Marino was pissed. I mean, like you should be. He was pissed. It was a it was a horrible game and not the way that he deserves to to end his career. But I remember and Marino was pissed, dude. Was big time pissed. Oh man. I, I'm seeing if I, I'm trying to see if I have the Marino sound bites, but I don't think I have that sound bite here. Or maybe not in this one. I might have it in a in a in another folder somewhere. Well, I'm sure I have it somewhere. There's no doubt I have it somewhere. Where exactly? Well, that's that's a whole different ball game. Let me see, man. If I have it, it it's a great soundbite, by the way. It is an absolutely set badass soundbite. I felt bad for for Deuces because he got absolutely killed uh, by Marino. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but I'm I'm having a hard time remembering exactly the whole thing. Like you were there, didn't you see it or something? Marino was like he was livid, dude. Very, very pissed. Betty, Betty, Peace, okay? Miami Dolphins, first round selection. The Dolphins select quarterback, Dan Reno of Pittsburgh. I don't see where he's going to get this great coaching that's going to overcome the problems he's had. I mean, strictly that long-range projection down the line, and I think they need help in other directions. They must figure that they can certainly, if they can get it out of David Woodley, you got to figure they think they can get it out of uh, out of Dan Marino. Well, I don't know what is a classic Shula quarterback. He's only been he's only had one really great quarterback, and that's Greasy. That's when they picked Marino. That was um, God. What's his name now? I'm trying to remember his name. He's been in the business forever. Dan, as a player, how tough is it to watch another team pick up? Like um, these questions are ridiculous. I'll tell you how tough it is, is you work your butt off all week and then you lose a game like that in three points with two seconds left. That's how tough it is. You wouldn't know, would you? That's why I asked. Yeah. Uh, the stuff I have in, in, the, uh, in the vault, okay? is uh you know is priceless at times that's all i can tell you that was a, that was a tough one right 
Dan, as a player, how tough is it to watch another team pick up winning field goal like that? Um, these questions are ridiculous. I'll tell you how tough it is, is you work your butt off all week and then you lose a game like that in three points with two seconds left. That's how tough it is. You wouldn't know, would you? That's why I asked. That's why I asked. (laughs) That wasn't the one after 62-7, by the way. That's another one. I know I have the one with with Deuces and, uh, and, and Marino. I know I have it somewhere. I just... I have to find it. It's just one of those deals where, you know, you gotta you gotta go digging deep into the archives to try to find all this kind of stuff. You know, but yes, we have we have a, we have a, lots and lots of uh, lots and lots of stuff. Oh, and he took a hit to the head on the slide. Oh. Where's the flag? Where's the flag? A hit to the head on the slide is a flag. To the 27-yard line, Van Camp's slow to get up. He does get up. His helmet came off. There's not a flag. You cannot tell me that's a flag. That's not possible. Where's the commissioner? Where's right? Where's right waters? Where's right waters? I mean, it, he was still up. He had not gone into his slide yet, but it was a helmet-to-helmet shot where the helmet flew off, and there is absolutely no reason why a flag shouldn't have been thrown there. That's ridiculous. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That is absolutely embarrassing. That has to be a flag. And that still, we'll see. He's if sliding. Send Van Camp to the sideline. No, nope, there's Cooey. Yeah. He's got to get him He's out of He's got to come out of the game now. It's ridiculous. That is, I can't believe that. I cannot believe that. You can't. I mean, he oh. took him a while to get into the wow, slide. he is defenseless. He doesn't have to do anything. a flag. Third down. Oh. Cooey throws over the middle behind the receiver incomplete. It'll be fourth down and three. Van Camp took a helmet to helmet shot regardless, even if he wasn't in the slot. You know, I don't really care if you people look at me in the press box. You know what? I don't care. That's, <laughs> That's Dave Lamont losing it in a game. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. We got all kinds of stuff for you. I just got to find it. If I find that stuff, yeah, I can find some classic stuff that would uh, that would shock a lot of you out there. Oh, well. Anyway, I don't even know. You guys actually enjoy that stuff? Huh? You enjoy it? What, what do we got on the, on the chat board there? What do we got? Eddie Lepp is LOLing. Uh, it's so hard to listen to AM radio now. The only ones I listen to briefly is Crowder and Hawk. They do a good job. Hawk and Crowder do a, they, they do a fun job every day, screwing around and all that. It's not a sports show, but it's it, but they do a good job. Big O, who who is Big O Mel Kuyper? I don't know what that means. Are you calling me Mel Kuyper? The ticket is a Spanish channel now. No more sports radio. Yeah. Yeah, they got some wacky-ass Spanish crap on there. Yep. Yeah. Justin Floyd says, hell yeah, man, that was great. Do a show on it. But I'm sure if you aren't a certain age, you may not find it so funny. That's true. That is true. Although I I think all of you find train wrecks funny. 
Like if somebody loses it and they're pissed off, I think you guys are going to find it funny, right? That's kind of the way it is. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can I can uh find something else that's trying to remember some stuff that that comes with this territory that like you guys would actually laugh at and enjoy but i you know what i could do a show on south florida things that have happened over the years and i have a lot of that sound you know what i need to find and i know i have it somewhere in an old cassette somewhere i gotta find the jimmy johnson line we're we're gonna be special. I have to find that line because that was just an absolute classic back in the day. It's one that we played over and over again because Jimmy obviously never came close to making the Dolphins, you know, special. Oh man, what can I tell you? Yeah, but I am looking at here, and there is all kinds of. You know, different different types of sounds that you all would definitely enjoy. Anyway, all right. What else do we have? Yeah, we got a shot. We got a shot to be special. All right, I think we are uh, pretty much done here uh, on the program, by the way. I see the Bills, by the way. Bills fans have to pay 12% more now to go to Bills games. Allen's contract's going up. They're not going to be able to keep all the players that they normally would be able to keep now that contracts are kicking in. So that announcer acts like it's the Hindenburg disaster. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> you never hear this or find them on YouTube, ah, but you will find them here. That's for sure. You're going to find them here. Damn right. I can't tell you how disappointed I am. I really can't. It's a it's a low point for me, you know, for in a long time. I, I wanted so much for us to be uh, finishing strong and going into the, the tournament with a good attitude and and ready to go. And you know, and now it's, I think it's that's going to be difficult. But I got to try to do it as best I can to get them back to go. That's it. Do it, Parcells. Just do it. Yes, sir. Joey Porter, are you worried about the commissioner? I'm not like a guy that, you know, I got a, I got a citation. I got a ticket. It's like getting a speeding ticket is what I got. I got a ticket and a fine. If the, and, and, you know, from my understanding, it's supposed to go away. But uh, it's not like, you know, I have a lot of prize and stuff like this. You know what I mean? It's, I've never been in trouble outside of football. You know what I mean? All my penalties came on the football field. So this is not like Joey Porter has a history of getting in trouble outside of football. That's not my situation. There was one incident that, like I said, I wish it never would have happened. I don't know how Levi views this thing. Uh, it's something I definitely want to put behind me. And uh, hopefully I feel he – hopefully he feels the same way. And uh, the faster we put it behind us, it'll go away. And uh, I can continue with my career and he can continue with his. That's right. Big cojones. <laughs> Big cojones. Bottom line. I mean, we know how to win in those situations. Look at the veteran ball club. Um, you know, the youngest guy we got on here is Amir. Everybody else has been in the league for a minute. So, 
We know how to win when it comes to those current situations. There you go. There you go. A little, a little uh, Wallace for you. I could come up with a whole bunch, but I could actually turn it into national stuff. I can turn it into local stuff, all kinds of stuff. We can actually turn it around to. So not bad. There you go. So anyway, we're out of here. We love you all out there. We will see you tomorrow live from Hialeah Park, by the way. We'll be at Hialeah Park 3 to 6 p.m. Remember, it's an afternoon show. Okay? Afternoon. So 3 to 6 tomorrow. We thank Sean Stanley. We thank Omar Kelly and Matt Verderam for joining us. Uh, you all be good out there. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, same bat channel. Be good.